0: Minnesota Hospice and Healthcare Show, your source for answers to all your elder care and caregiver questions. We have a great show planned for you today. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me in studio is attorney Callie Bedker from the law firm of Pluto Bose Legal. We will be discussing several topics, including disability planning, power of attorney, medical assistance estate planning, trusts, health care directives, and many more legal concepts you need to be aware of to protect you and your loved ones throughout your lives. I want to remind you we are broadcasting live today and are looking forward to answering your questions. Please feel free to call us at 952-946-6205. Once again, that phone number is 952 952- our talented show producer Eric Nelson will be answering the phones today along with running the soundboard managing our music and trying to keep us on schedule thanks Eric welcome before we begin today's program I want to share with you why we host this vital weekly live call in radio show devoted to all aspects of elder care from care management and planning all the way through end-of-life health care. Our purpose is to share important conversations on the needs and desires of our elder population. We strive to provide answers to important questions you need to be aware of regarding elder care, including end-of-life support to help you and your loved ones both live well and die well. Each week, we bring you experts from across the elder care continuum to provide insights and recommendations on how to navigate the complexities and challenges of elder care and how we can help you and your loved ones prepare for the various stages of life's transitions. In addition, we provide vital information for the caregivers who are essential to supporting our elder population. We also talk about the lessons mortality can teach all of us and the importance of living each day with an eternal perspective and without lifelong regrets. I am grateful for the opportunity each week to discuss these timely and relevant topics with you, and I am thankful for the tremendous response you, our amazing listening audience, have provided to us regarding this groundbreaking radio show. Please continue to send us your questions your comments, and suggestions. This show is brought to you each week by Minnesota Hospice, an independent physician-owned medical practice serving local Minnesota communities for over 10 years with innovative and comprehensive end-of-life health care. You can contact the compassionate team of experts at Minnesota Hospice by phone at 612-930-3339 by email at radio at mnhospice.com or visit us online at minnesotahospice.com. We are living in unprecedented times in human history. As the 75 million people of the baby boom generation continue to move into retirement age, our population mix is rapidly shifting The Social Security Administration reported that over 4 million people are retiring each year. That equates to over 10,000 people every day. The Minnesota State Demographic Center estimates that in less than 15 years, by the year 2030, the population of Minnesotans age 65 and older will be larger than the entire population under age 18 for the first time in the state's history. We here in Minnesota are not alone in this extraordinary trend. The rest of the country is facing the same challenging reality. This phenomenon has far-reaching implications for our society, our communities, and our quality of life. For example, back in 1940, when Social Security benefits were first being paid, there were approximately 41 workers supporting each social security recipient within the next decade, that ratio will have dropped to only two workers for every one beneficiary recipient. Each week during this broadcast, we will be discussing the impact this mega trend will have on you and your loved ones and what you can do to prepare for it and enhance and protect your quality of life. Once again, I want to remind you, we are broadcasting live Today, as we do every Saturday, and we are looking forward to taking your questions. You can reach us at 952-946-6205. I would like to introduce my special guest today. Callie Bedker is an attorney and licensed to practice law in Minnesota. She received her undergraduate degree in political science, global studies, and history from the University of Minnesota in Minneapolis in 2012, and her Juris Doctor from the University of St. Thomas School of Law in 2015. Callie is from Buffalo, Minnesota, and currently lives in Redwood Falls with her husband, Alex. And in her free time, which she doesn't have very much of, I'm sure, (laughs) she enjoys running, attending auctions, and spending time with her family and friends. So we'll, we'll have to explore this auction uh, side of, of Callie here. But welcome to the show, Callie.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here.
0: Well, there is so much to talk about today. But uh, first, let's begin with you. Why you decided to pursue a career as an attorney and, and then how you became interested in specializing in this particular area of law that we're going to talk about today.
1: Yeah. So I decided to become an attorney when I was probably a kid. I just kind of loved the law and how it worked and helping people understand a very complex thing, right? It's ever-changing and no one quite knows all of the rules all the time. (laughs) So that's what led me to law school. And when I was in law school, I actually wanted to be more of a real estate attorney. I didn't really have an eye for elder law until I took an estate planning course and had a pair of Um, professors that were just very awesome and pushed the importance of planning from an early age right and seeing these problems that families run into that could have been avoided by just planning ahead and so I ended up taking that track and taking more courses and then eventually interviewed with Pluto and have been there ever since trying to figure out elder law and helping people understand it.
0: Well, and what's, and we had the opportunity to talk um, to one of the, the owners mm-hmm. of Pluto Bose, uh, Melanie Bose, uh, a couple weeks ago, a great, great uh, topic there, which was on conservatorships and guardianships. Yep. And in in, um, in my practice, in, in the hospice world, uh, we do run across that occasionally where someone needs to be making decisions on behalf of the patient. Um, So that was a great show. But as you and I were talking before the show, that uh, you really want to see you first. Yes. You don't don't want to jump to see Melanie.
1: Melanie is great. I don't want to knock her out. She's a great person. She's a great problem solver. She is. But guardianship conservatorship is typically thought to be when planning hasn't worked or hasn't happened. That's when we go to the courts and have them help us out. But you can avoid that process by having... Putting or just putting a plan in place, so powers of attorney kind of stand in for mm-hmm. the conservatorship, health care directives stand in for guardianship, and by having those documents ahead of time you're going to avoid the headaches of that court can sometimes bring or the amount of work that court can sometimes bring now don 't get me wrong, guardianship conservatorships they have their place sometimes they are just necessary. we need to have them as a backup, but you really want to take the steps to just meet with an attorney, get these documents in place specify who you want to have run your finances if you can't do it run your health care decisions if you can't make them and having successors to those people because these are voluntary positions and mm-hmm. you don't want to kind of put all your eggs in one basket naming just one person so having that group of people there in case it's ever necessary hopefully it doesn't happen but if it ever is you have it in place
0: well, and let's—we um, got a couple minutes left here before the first segment to wraps up, but and maybe we can focus more on this on the segment uh, afterwards here, the segment number two. Um, but I think one of the keys that I want to make sure that the audience uh, is aware of, because again, we see this at the end of life when, mm-hmm. when we come in and are are trying to deal with a person that is uh, sometimes uh, really not in, in uh, the capacity to make decisions mm-hmm. and we start to figure out, okay, well, who was assigned or who, who did they want to have to make those decisions? And uh, sometimes that can be very complicated and it creates a lot of delays yeah. in, in just getting good treatment to people. Um, so I, I just want to make sure that we, we you know, we're going to unpack all this over the next three segments here. There's, i got a lot of information to go through. Um, but, uh, but I think one of the things that you've impressed upon me as, I've, as we've talked before the show is that this is not just for end of life or, or elder care. You, you really suggest that people start to make these plans and start to talk to people like you early on in, in life.
1: Yeah, absolutely. This is not just for the elderly. It's for everyone because accidents happen, right? The unexpected occurs. And so you want to have this in place ahead of time because you never know when it's going to happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, now, you know, primarily, our, our patient uh, mix is generally uh, over 65, retired, mm-hmm. elderly. But, again, we see people coming or uh, looking to need uh, end-of-life care you know, much earlier in life as well because of accidents or disease or things. So, all right, I hear the music cueing us up here. So we're going to take a, a short break here. We will be right back to continue our conversation with Callie Bedker, from the law firm of Pluto Bose Legal. Stay with us, please.
2: attend the one and only Powderhorn Art Fair on Saturday and Sunday, August 4th and 5th in the heart of South Minneapolis and Picture Perfect Powderhorn Park. Experience and purchase original artwork from more than 230 artists. Spend time with your family and friends creating your own work of art at over half a dozen art stations. And don't forget to grab a bite to eat from over 25 different food trucks. So join us on Saturday, August 4th from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Or Sunday, August 5th, from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. or both. The Powderhorn Art Fair is proudly brought to you by Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association in collaboration with the Minneapolis Park and Recreation Board with a generous gift from the Metropolitan Regional Art Council. Again, join us for over 230 artists, 25 food trucks, and 6 arts experiences on August 4th and 5th. So we'll see you there at one of the most local art fairs around.
3: Hi, this is Paul Metz, inviting you to listen to the Wall of Power Radio Hour every weekend on AM 950. We are now in our third year of broadcasting on The Progressive Voice of Minnesota. Min Post has called us one of the 22 most independently entertaining and cool radio shows in the Twin Cities. We feature cool people from all walks of life and from all 50 states. Every Saturday at 6 p.m., we played Sunday at 4 p.m. on AM 950, The Progressive Voice of
2: Minnesota.
4: Enjoy a delicious home-cooked breakfast or lunch away from the kitchen at Milda's Cafe. Now open seven days a week, Milda's Cafe has been cooking up family favorites since 1964. Grab a coffee and sit down for a delicious Philly scramble, house rolls, or Denver omelet. Stop in for lunch where you'll find authentic Finnish pasties every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Open weekdays six to three, weekends eight to two. Milda's Cafe on Glenwood Avenue, four blocks east of Penn.
3: I'm Steve Conklin. And I'm Jake Duroff. We're the hosts of The Mortgage Talk Show, Sundays at 1230. Steve, what are we going to talk about this week? The big VA home loan special. We cover new laws, our home buying guide, why VA loans are awesome, top questions from clients and agents. If you're a vet, you can't miss this. Check us out for more information. and Email us any questions at mortgagetalkshow.com. Tune into The Mortgage Talk Show every Sunday at 1230 on AM 950.
2: Once I was seven years old, my mama told me, go, make yourself some friends or you'll be lonely. Once I was seven years
0: old. Welcome back. You are listening to the Minnesota Hospice and Healthcare Show. My name is Ken Haglund, and joining me today in studio is attorney Callie Bedker from the law firm of Pluto Bowles Legal. We are talking about estate planning, powers of attorney, health care directives, disability planning, medical assistance, and a whole range of topics that you need to be aware of to properly plan and protect yourself and your loved ones throughout your lives. Uh, Callie, before we get back into our conversation, let's let our audience know how they can reach you.
1: Yeah, you can give our offices a call at one 457 3131 or visit us online at www.plutoboeslegal.com.
0: And let's spell out Pluto Bose.
1: Yep, it's P L U T O B O E S.
0: All right, legal. Legal.com. Yep. Okay. All right. And as a reminder to our audience, we are live every Saturday at noon and we are live on the air today and are looking forward to answering your questions. So feel free to call us at 952 946. 6205. Once again that number is 952 946 6205. And uh, again we've got uh, attorney Callie Bedker here. So this is your chance to uh to uh for free have a chance to call in and talk to a a, a wonderful attorney that uh, knows a lot about estate planning and and elder care planning and things like that. So um, let's take uh, let's us just let us just jump off to where we were talking about uh, last segment where it's about planning. It's about um, preparing for the eventuality or the potentiality of things happening. Yep. And let's that's, that's, that's maybe talk about how you approach that with a, with a client or with a family that comes to see you.
1: Right. So I sit down with families all the time and really it depends on where you are in life. So if it, you're a young family, you have young kids, we're going to plan differently than if you are retired and have Grandchildren and are jet setting around the world enjoying retirement, right? We're going to plan for you differently. And it's important to understand that just because you do estate planning once doesn't mean you're done. It's something you need to maintain, you need to revisit because life changes and you want to make sure you're accommodating for those changes. But if we're sitting down with a young family, And we want to make sure that the little ones are provided for. If something were to happen to mom and dad, you know, we're going to put a different plan in place. We're going to make sure those kids are taken care of, make sure mom is taken care of or dad's taken care of if something happens. Um, If we're looking at more just retired or looking at retirement, um, we're going to plan for how are you going to use that retirement? What's going to save assets the longest we can? Are you planning for long-term care if that ever happens? And how do we beneficiary or leave things in such a way that your spouse will have access to them if something were to happen to you? Um, we also look at estate taxes. So Minnesota is a state that has estate taxes. When we pass away, if you're worth more than $2.4 million, um, you pay estate taxes on everything over that. Federally, it's $11.18 million. So a little bit more, but still something you want to prepare for. So we see if any estate taxes are doing. Are there ways we can save on some of those taxes? When we start meeting clients who are a little bit older in age and are looking at nursing home care needing in-home care, then we start providing or looking at how do we extend income or extend assets. We plan a little bit differently depending on what stage of life you're in.
0: Right. And I know that in in talking to the families that we serve in the end-of-life care area, um, uh, one of the biggest fears that we find in talking to people is they they fear outliving their savings or outliving their source of income, mm-hmm. and is that something that you guys have a chance to to have you know conversations with families about how to? you said about how to protect that income too.
1: We do. We unfortunately right now the nursing facility level of care or assisted livings just in home care is incredibly expensive. Yes. We're looking between about seven, six seven eight thousand dollars a month. So. No one can afford that. It's unbelievably expensive, and so it is a very serious conversation we have with parents and children, because children are normally involved at this point. How do we prolong and, and maximize as much income as we can, or mm-hmm. maximize savings as much as we can, and making sure mom and dad or grandparents are still getting the care that they need? Right? We're not trying to save money by having less care no, either. No, there's
0: not a trade-off. There, no, there right. isn't a
1: trade-off. And so that comes into estate planning a lot and you need to do it ahead of time because so many families rush in when it's an emergency and it's understandable. No one wants to plan for this. It's not fun, but getting in ahead of time can save you a lot of headaches. I'm going to ask you a lot of questions about finances and I need to know kind of what you have and where you have it. Mm-hmm. How how are your assets and savings and retirements kept that's going to make a big difference as to how we plan ahead and how we beneficiary things or change things to make sure it can last you as long as you need it to.
0: Well, let me ask this question because this this has come uh, has come up with uh, the families that we work with over the years. Is that there's a reluctance sometimes uh, to talk about finances? Yes. So maybe that's a Minnesotan thing.
1: It's a generational <laughs> thing. Generational thing. It is as well. a generational thing. There is a generation that is very protective mm-hmm. of, pri- of information, financial information, and they may share it with some children. They may share it with um, a financial advisor or a lawyer, but it's by no means everything they own. And you can cause so many problems for your kids if you're not open about that. Because when you become incapacitated or if you pass away, they got to kind of find it all. Mm-hmm. And forensic accounting is a lot of trouble to go through when it could have just been a conversation we had ahead of time. So we want to bring in a child or a friend or someone you trust so they have a head start, more or less, in case something does happen and they have to take over your finances and pay for things or run your health care decisions. They know where those things are at.
0: And what we're also finding is that um, dementia as a condition, a disease, and there's several forms of dementia, yes. and so our the, the public, in fact, our our clinical director, um, just gave a couple of presentations this week to a skilled nursing facility about dementia, mm-hmm. and it, it it was just phenomenally received. I mean, there's there's so much information out there, and, it, and it's so confusing. Um, people think Alzheimer's is the only no. dementia you have and there's there's all kinds of uh, vascular and Lewy body there's just all kinds and so the, the, what we're seeing is that I call it the epidemic of the elderly that more and more people are are living longer yes. we're, we're keeping people alive longer <laughs> but the problem is they may not have the capacity to make their own decisions and it becomes very burdensome on the family and and everybody who's trying to work with them if they don't have clear directives or clear plan in place to know who is making decisions and how that's going to go about.
1: Right, and understanding what your role is. So we see with a lot of our clients a memory issue without an underlying health condition, so a heart issue or strokes or something. You can live a very long time, and you live at a very high level of care.
0: Yes, the acuity is really high.
1: And yeah. so you need to make sure that, The people who are nominated in your documents know they're nominated,
0: right? Right. No surprise there. Hopefully, yes,
1: and that they know what their role is. You know, powers of attorney don't get to make medical decisions, and healthcare agents don't get to make financial ones, right? Personal representatives or executors—they don't have any control during life. Those are nominated in your will, so you want to know what your role is and kind of what your job
2: is.
0: Yes. Listen, we'll talk more about that because that's a very important area. It's time for a short break. We will be right back to continue our conversation with attorney Callie Bedkirk.
3: The fine folks at Common Good Books will help you find the perfect book for you or the book lover in your life. Find a huge selection from a locally owned and independent bookseller in the Twin Cities. They are always bringing in top authors from around the globe for special in-store events. Open Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. and Sundays, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Find Common Good Books at 38 South Snelling Avenue in St. Paul or shop online at commongoodbooks.com. Is it time to downsize but don't know where to start? Give the House Geeks with Bricks Real Estate a call. We're experienced in making this process as easy as possible. Whether it is help with pricing your home, assistance in finding movers, or any of the other professionals you might need to get your home sold, we're here for you. Take the worry away by giving us a call today at 612-207-5388. That's 612-207-5388 or online anytime at housegeeks.com.
4: Victor's 1959 Cafe in South Minneapolis is a locally owned and operated restaurant offering traditional Cuban food. Open for breakfast and lunch daily with dinner Tuesday through Saturday. For night shift workers, Victor's even has both a morning and evening happy hour. And Victor's now accepts dinner reservations too. Stop in and try some delicious authentic Cuban cuisine like ropa vieja and seafood paella. Make your reservation and learn more at victors1959cafe.com. Victor's 1959 Cafe, revolutionary Cuban cooking.
3: Have you ever wondered what it was like to be an artist in the Soviet Union? I'm Vladimir Von Surikov, Director of the Museum of Russian Art, and I invite you to re-explore our exhibition Art in Conflict, running through September 1st. It juxtaposes Soviet socialist realist against non-conformist artists from the latter decades of the Cold War. This is a rare chance to see connections and conflicts inside the Soviet art world. For more information, visit tmora.org.
4: Next time on Philosophy Talk, Radical Markets, solutions for a gilded age.
0: Markets have given us growing inequality, a rise in populism, and decay of democracy. So we should limit the market through regulation. But what if instead of shrinking the market, we expanded it? You're suggesting that we haven't let markets go far enough? Radical Markets, next time on Philosophy Talk.
3: Philosophy Talk, every Sunday at 8 a.m. and again at 2 p.m. on AM 950. Kevin Ross here, inviting you to our brand new store called Ambibulous. What does Ambibulous mean? It means one who enjoys alcoholic beverages of all sorts. Ambibulous is a Minnesota maker's market. Unlike traditional liquor stores, we feature only craft beer, wine, and spirits made here in Minnesota. We are ready to guide your selections, where you can build your own, four, or six-packs. Find us at 949 Hennepin Avenue East in Northeast Minneapolis or online at OmnibulousMN.com. With your AM950 weather, this is Eric Nelson. Today will be partly sunny with a high near 80. Tonight, mostly clear with a low around 63. Sunday, mostly sunny with a high near 82 and a low around 66. Monday has a 20% chance of thunderstorms with a high near 82 and a low around 63. Eat Local, Restaurant of the Week is Milda's Cafe. This unique local restaurant offers one-of-a-kind hot dish specials every day and authentic finished pasties on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Located at 1720 Glenwood Avenue in Minneapolis, just east of Penn.
2: Soon we'll be 30 years old Our songs have been sold We've traveled around the world and we're still roaming Soon we'll be 30 years old
0: Welcome back. I'm still you are listening to the Minnesota Hospice and Healthcare Show. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me in studio today is attorney Callie Bedker from the law firm of Pluto Bose Legal. And we are talking about all sorts of legal concepts from uh, disability planning, powers of attorney, healthcare care agents, uh, estate planning, trusts, medical assistance, all kinds of things. We need to have several shows, I think, Kelly, to, to go over just scratching the surface of these very important things that we need to see here um, and that everybody is... Uh, is engaged in. Um, but before we get back into our topic, let's remind our audience how they can get in touch with you and your firm.
1: Yeah, you can give our offices a call at 1 457 3131 or visit us online at www.plutoboeslegal.com.
0: And you spell Pluto Bose, Plutoboes, P L U T O B O E S, legal.com. As a reminder to our audience, we are live on the air today as we do every Saturday at noon and we are looking forward to taking your questions. A great opportunity here to talk to a fantastic attorney um, who is really good at dealing with planning, really life planning here um, uh, for both uh, um, preparation for elder care but also once you are in an elder care status. I want to remind the audience this show is brought to you each week by Minnesota Hospice, an independent physician-owned medical practice serving local Minnesota communities for over 10 years with innovative and comprehensive end-of-life health care. You can contact the compassionate team of experts at Minnesota Hospice by phone at 612-930-3339 by email at radio at mnhospice.com or visit us online at MinnesotaHospice.com. Last segment we started talking about nominations. And this isn't for an award show. No. <laughs> this is this is for nominations to be responsible for somebody else. And maybe we want to just again review the difference between people responsible for your health care, the health care directives and also people who are responsible for your financial matters.
1: Yeah. And there's also the component of whether your your individual, what we term your principal, is living or have they passed away. So powers of attorney and healthcare directives come into play when someone's alive. And they the power of attorney nominates someone to run your finances for you. Whereas your healthcare directive, they get to run your medical decisions. Now, powers of attorney, they die with you. So when you pass away, your agents can no longer use those documents to access your finances and make sure that checks are paid and um, money transactions can happen. Mm -hmm. But the healthcare directive lives beyond you for a period of time. And really what you want to make sure of is you're reading the documents. I know this sounds funny, but I can't tell you how many times I speak with clients and I say, hey, what does this say? And they can't tell me. In those documents, it's going to say exactly what powers those people have, what they can and what they can't do. And so it's important to understand to what end. Can you sell property? Can you handle certain transactions? Can you access medical records? And that's all going to be contained in the documents themselves. Um, After someone passes away, we're looking at trusts or wills or sometimes just beneficiary designations. Uh, Trusts nominate a trustee. They are a little bit different where trustees take over when someone's incapacitated. They can take over when someone passes away, but it's almost an immediate power. Whereas wills, wills go through the probate process. And so individuals nominated in a will are called personal representatives in the state of Minnesota. They used to be known as executors. But your personal representative doesn't really have the ability to access finances or make decisions for the estate until a court says so. So there's normally a gap of or a period of time between when someone passes away and when their personal representative can actually start making distributions or handling finances again. Minnesota also has beneficiary designations, which are very simple. We see them on life insurance, we see them on IRAs, but really what you're designating is who gets something when you pass away. So depending on the the asset or account that you have, you may be able to beneficiary it, and then that would be a a separate process from a trust or a will.
0: Now, you mentioned a point about a time lag. Mm-hmm. And I, I've seen some situations where that's really created create problems. Um, and and I, maybe we could talk a little bit more about that, how either to prevent that or to be aware of that. Um, and then even, like, for example, beneficiary designations, uh, if the, uh, the principal passes and then um, a notification is made to the insurance company, I think they have a certain amount of time in which to then make a distribution or contact you and say hey we we have a way to do a life you know, life annuity or you know, there's also a lot of questions that you get thrown into at a point where you're you know in a state of grief or a state of shock or a state of you know you're you're not at a point where you really want to make those type of decisions can we just talk a little bit more about you know the 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 practicality of the timeline associated mm-hmm. with some of these various different uh, concepts.
1: Yep. And so during during life, when you have like, your power of attorney and healthcare directive in place, there's two ways that they work. One is as soon as they're signed and executed, whoever you've nominated can just go ahead and start making decisions, or it's upon incapacity that they go into effect. They can term out or they have deadlines where they're only good for so many years, or they can continue on until you say otherwise or you pass away. So really, again, it's re- about reading those documents and understanding them. But when it comes to actual estate planning, the wills, the trusts. Wills, again, it depends on the county that you're in, but there's a lag between when someone passes away and when you actually are able to get in front of a judge and have them say, yeah, you can be the personal representative. We've seen it where it's three months. We've also seen it where it's far more than that 10 months, right? And it, it really depends on how fast the family wants to go through it after someone passes away. It's not unusual for children to call me the day after someone passes and says, hey, what do I do? Is there anything that needs to happen right away? Normally, no, there's not. Uh, but again, it depends on your situation. With other families, we hear from them um, maybe six months later, and that's just fine too, right? There's certain certain wiggle room that you can have when it comes to that kind of elections and stuff. But with with estate planning, there are a few things, deadlines you want to be aware of, you know, taxes, final income taxes, estate taxes. Those have deadlines, and that's when you want to make phone calls to, like, your CPA and making sure that all of that's set. But depending on what sort of estate plan your, your parents or your loved one has chosen, there are going to be delays or waiting periods before you have the ability to just take off and run with it.
0: Yeah. Now, have you, in terms of um, uh, life insurance, have you uh, worked with families in terms of um, the uh, the application then to receive the, benef- the, the benefit, um, like the life insurance proceeds? Or do you know, because uh, I'm just thinking I've heard some stories where people were kind of caught in this, you know the the person passes and some income may have stopped either a pension or social security or something. Just, you know, you you know ceases then when they pass, and that money was being used to pay for the house payment or you know, pay for health care or you know all kinds of things. And um, is there is there any uh, ideas or thoughts you have about how people can make sure they 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 have some ability to, to gap that timeline? before they receive benefits as a beneficiary?
1: Um, we we have helped some individuals with it in uh, with the administration or with the execution of a will. Um, normally, most families claim it right away. I haven't yeah. seen any issues where there's a gap where, you know, mom needs cash right. um, and the life insurance hasn't paid out. Normally we're turning to other options, other investments. We want to make sure everyone's notified when someone passes away. That's probably the bigger thing. Um, Making sure the bank understands. If there is a mortgage or something along those lines, the bank understands so-and-so passed away. Mm -hmm. And trying to have a conversation with them. Because really I think a lot of these types of estate planning problems that we run into is when, when people just don't have the conversation, right? And notifying individuals and saying, you know what, we're trying. This is what we're going through. These are the problems that we're having. And making sure... Someone like the mortgage company understands you're working on it.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, one of the things that uh, you, you talked about earlier um, is just that if you get these documents in place and, and have the planning in place, um, it's key while a person has capacity to, to make those decisions and say, yes, this is what I want, uh, whether it be a, from the financial standpoint or a health care standpoint. And you talked about nominations. It's important to let people know. That they've been nominated. You want
1: to ask ahead of time.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Well, because what we've found on the medical side, on the healthcare side, is that sometimes a person may be nominated, and they have a very hard time following the wishes of the principal who said, "I, I don't want to have extraordinary measures taken. I don't want to have uh, uh, to be resuscitated at this point in my life." And and then that person gets asked, "Okay, what do we do?" And then they don't follow through sometimes. And it creates real problems within the family dynamics. And so it's important that you almost interview your nominee.
1: Well, at the very least, have a conversation with them. (laughs) I I meet with a lot of parents where they want to nominate certain people because they have a medical background or they they have a financial background. And it's just the logical choice. But really what you want to actually be looking at is who understands what you want. And who's going to carry it out? Because that's really what you're nominating. You're nominating someone to carry out your wishes. And so if you have a DNR, DNI, or if you don't want a particular treatment or something like that, you want to share those wishes first off with the person who's nominated and make it very clear what you do and don't want. Mm-hmm. But you also want to make sure that they're on board, right? We meet a lot, of, a lot of kids that say, you know what? I understand my mom's a DNR or DNI, but I don't have the heart right and and so you want to you may love that child but maybe don't nominate them cuz then you're putting them in a position where they have to make a choice that's very hard for them right. and so having that conversation ahead of time before you go through the process of nominating them and putting in, those documents in place is really key um and making sure all of the kids understand that just because you weren't nominated doesn't mean it. It's not a love thing. A lot of kids feel like well they're i'm I'm not on the document. I must not have made the cut. That's not it at all. um we can we we're picking the right kids, right Also don't nominate someone who lives in a completely different part of the world. We, we have this have happen. Seen that
0: ourselves yes
1: we have kids who are nominated and they live in London, and you you can have them have a say, but practically speaking. Your healthcare agent is the one taking you to your physicals. They're the one making sure your medication is right. They're the ones who are there day to day. So nominating someone who can't be there is kind of asking for a problem. And so yeah. you want to make sure it's practical. That it's it's someone who can actually do it.
0: Yeah. Well, and it doesn't have to be a family member. It doesn't. Isn't that I, – I I find that a lot of people think, oh, I've got to have my family member or I've got to have my spouse or my firstborn or my lastborn. No. <laughs> and, and actually in some cases having somebody almost a, a friend but like a third party to the family alleviates the pressure. The family can be the family. Yep. And so – It It
1: can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, we're getting bumped here again by the music. Uh, great conversation. We got so much more to talk about here, but uh, it's time for a short break. We will be right back to continue our conversation with attorney Callie Bedker.
3: Summer is the season to clean. For roof, siding, garage floors, decks, and more, Blue Sky Services can help you out. Anything that can be power washed, Blue Skies can safely soft wash, a power washing alternative that doesn't damage your home. So don't wait until it's too late and you need to replace things. Call Blue Sky Services at 651-447-4484 and tell them that you're an AM950 listener to save up to $100 in July only. That is 651-447-4484. Call now to save on July services. Hi, Gregory Rich, owner of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style right here on AM950. Hey, I've only got a few seconds, so here's the deal. Habitation is the coolest furniture store in town. Not only have we got some of the most exceptional furniture in the cities, but in many cases, Habitation can offer you store credit on your existing furniture. Stop in, talk to one of our designers, and let us help you make your home exceptional. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park.
4: Supporting the best local and independently owned restaurants in the Twin Cities has never been easier. You'll find an expansive list of local dining options at eatlocalminnesota.com, from classic American comfort food to authentic flavors from around the world. Cafe Latte offers made-from-scratch soups, salads, sandwiches, and mouth-watering desserts. Stop in the wine bar and enjoy a unique pizza loaded with fresh vegetables and perfectly roasted meats. Over 30 wines by the glass, Cafe Latte highlights Washington State Wines and is the perfect destination for date night or an evening with friends. 850 Grand Avenue, St. Paul. Victor's 1959 Cafe has been serving South Minneapolis traditional Cuban food for over 15 years. Victor's is open for breakfast and lunch daily and now accepts dinner reservations, too. Stop in and try the Pollo Tropicale or the Sandwich Cubano, which was featured on Food Network. More at EatLocalMinnesota.com.
3: Hello, humans. This is me, Ellie Krug, with Ellie 2.0 Radio on Monday mornings from 7 to 8 a.m., This Monday, our theme is Youth and Idealism. I'll talk with Molly Pinta, a 12-year-old girl from Buffalo Grove, Illinois, who is single-handedly working to create the city's first gay pride parade. Listen to how a 12-year-old idealist is leading the way for others. LE 2.0, engaging in real on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Hi, I'm Matt McNeil, and I want to encourage you to join me weekday afternoons at 3 p.m. for The Matt McNeil Show. It's a Twin Cities-based full hour of talk where we discuss what's going on in the state and in the nation from a Minnesota perspective. We'll be joined by a lot of great guests, and we'll take your phone calls. Interact with us on the Twitter page, at Matt McNeil Show, the Facebook page, Progressive Citizen X, The Matt McNeil Show, and on email. Comment at am950radio.com. The Matt McNeil Show, weekday afternoons at 3, right here on AM 950.
2: Once I was seven years old, my mama told me, go, make yourself some friends or you'll be lonely once I was seven years
0: old. Welcome back. It you are listening day day to the Minnesota Hospice and night. Healthcare Show. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me in studio today is attorney Callie Bedker from the law firm of Pluto Bowes Legal. And we are talking about a range of topics, uh, planning topics, uh, that everybody should be aware of and how it can impact both the principal, who is the person who is asking for help in being cared for at a health care level, but also in help managing finances. So um, we have several topics we we are not going to get to today, so we'll have to have Callie back. Um, But I wanted to... uh, let the audience know how they can get in touch with you if they have questions and want to follow up with you.
1: Yeah, they can give our office a call at one eight six six four five seven three one three one, or look us up online at www.plutoboeslegal.com.
0: And Pluto Bowes is spelled P-L-U-T-O-B-O-E-S-legal.com. As a reminder to our audience, we are live on the air today as we are every Saturday at noon. And we are looking forward to taking your questions. Feel free to call us at 952-946-6205. All right, boy, last segment, we had a great conversation here about nominations and how it's important to be picking the right person for the job. Mm -hmm. Um, And these are really important decisions people are making. And so um, you need to be able to trust that person and know that that person is willing to follow your wishes. Um, in in either your care or in handling your finances, um, one of the things that um, that uh, our our hospice practice uh, encounters quite a bit with our patients and families is is the concept of medical assistance. Yes, and I, I you know I've waited to the last segment here to bring that up. It's a big area. It's a complicated area, and we could really have a show just on that. But I, I wonder if you could just maybe we just touch on some of the elements of it because uh, it really is that more and more people you know, are looking to that to help them uh, in, their, in their elder years. And so I'd like to just at least touch on that before the end of the show.
1: Yeah, so our firm, we work a lot with medical assistance, and, and it is absolutely a topic that comes up when we're doing estate planning for families. But what medical assistance is is Medicaid. And many people are... Are well known or have heard of Medicare, which is kind of its sister, but Medicaid, Minnesota calls medical assistance, and helps people pay for long-term care or in-home care once your assets have been reduced sufficiently. Which this is the part where everyone kind of their eyes cross and they go, "Oh goodness, what have I gotten into?" But what medical assistance really does is, when a loved one lands in a nursing facility, and if they just can't afford to pay for that long-term care, the state will help you pay for it. But you you got to reduce assets or what a lot of people hear of spending down. Now, the biggest hiccup that I see families deal with is the look back. So Minnesota has a five-year look back period when it comes to medical assistance. And what that means is the day you send in an application for help or for aid, the state is going to go back in your medical history or in your financial history, pardon me, five years to see what you gave away. And you're going to be penalized based on what gifts you have made so it 's important to know, as you're starting to get estate planning in place, what gifts have been made, take a tally, sit down, and write them down, and make sure that y- you understand the consequences of those of those gifts now with with the asset limitations, typically the house is a safe
2: mm-hmm.
1: a safe asset um, for married couples, the primary residence. Now, there are exceptions to that, and I really want to caution people because it depends on your situation, and it depends on what you have and what circumstances you're in, but typically the house is safe, and that's where a lot of spouses especially come in nervous that they're going to have to be moving out of their home, and that's just not the case. So if you have a loved one who's looking at long-term care and the biggest obstacle is how do we pay for this, There are other options out there as long as you sit down with a a medical assistance planning attorney or an elder elder law attorney and go through them because there are quite a few obstacles to the
0: program. Well, and and you mentioned the term look back, and there's also a term we talked about earlier uh, before the show called clawback. Yes. Would you mind just differentiating? difference? Yeah.
1: So medical assistance is a look-back period. And so if you, let's say, gave a gift of $15,000 to your child, now this is absolutely where most people trip up. The IRS says you can give $15,000 to any one person in any one year before you have to file a 709. Medical assistance, it's the first dollar that penalizes you. So you're talking about different governmental entities there, and you need to make sure you understand that. But when when you make a gift... um, like that, the look-back period is going to penalize mom and dad for that gift. They're not going to penalize the child. Mm-hmm. A clawback has to deal with Minnesota estate taxes. So, again, that $2.4 million, the state is going to claw the value that you gifted away the three years prior to your death back into your estate to see if you are taxable. Now, the money isn't actually, like, clawed back. Right, um, right. It's just there's – you're going to be taxed on that dollar that you gave away prior to your passing.
0: Okay, so from a from a practical standpoint, though, in the, in the last couple of minutes here before we wind the show up, um, again, another reason to sit down and talk to somebody like you and plan for these things so they're looking forward on what right. could be happening. A
1: lot of people think they can, and I don't mean to say this in a mean way, but beat the system where they transfer out the cabin about a year before mom or dad go into the home, and it's very common for us to see that, and I just would caution against it because typically it doesn't work. You want to meet with an elder law attorney before you just start gifting things out because the consequences can be very big um, when actually comes time to uh, applying for government assistance.
0: Right. And as you mentioned earlier in the show, we are living longer. Yes. And the acuity or the level of care is higher as we age, and it's going to take more resources to do that. And mm-hmm. we'll have another show at some point here to talk about that. But anyway, that concludes our show for today. I want to thank Callie Bedker for joining me and sharing with us important information concerning estate planning, disability planning, power of attorney, health care directives, trusts and medical assistance, and many more. We'll have to have you back here, Callie. Why don't you give us uh, one more reminder of how people can reach you with any questions they have?
1: Yep, you can give our office a call at one eight six six four five seven three one three one or look us up online at www.plutoboeslegal.com dot plutoboes legal dot com p p l u t o b o e s legal dot com
0: fantastic great well we hope you enjoyed today's show please feel free to contact us with any questions or comments you have regarding today's conversation or let us know of topics you would like for us to discuss on future shows you can reach us by phone at six one two 930 by email at radio at mnhospice.com or visit us online at minnesotahospice.com. Next week, we have a great show lined up for you with Karen Lawrence, who is the president of Matrix Home Health Care Specialties. And until next week, please live well.
2: Thank you.